Hi, Yaku. We are live on Two Oceans Vibe Radio. This is Nadia speaking. How are you doing today? Uh, good in yourself, Nadia. Lovely hearing from you. Fantastic. I was just telling listeners earlier about our brand new feature brought to you by Pear mm. Essay. And um, let's just maybe start off with uh, who is Yaku Pinar and um, your role at Pear Essay before we launch into our new story for the month. Fantastic, fantastic. So, so I'm essentially the Chief Knowledge Officer of Professional Evaluation and Research. I'm very much responsible for all the media analysis methodologies and, and clients analytics and strategy for, for the organization. And we're really a, a media monitoring and analysis intelligence agency. So, so we really help all our all our clients understand what's going on with them in the media, what's working, what isn't working, where the opportunities are, and really partner with our clients to, to give them the tools and the insights to have better communication strategy and, and better communications outputs. Thanks for that intro. We're quite excited uh, to launch into this brand new feature, as mentioned earlier. So we'll be covering on a monthly basis. Um, we'll be chatting to Yaku and he will be unpacking the latest news story that has um, basically been impacting the media and been getting the most attention mm. for the month. So Yaku, what do you have in store for us in terms of what's been going on for January 2020? So, so really, I, I thought today we can we can discuss two major things that are happening in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing is going through a bit of kind of a media measurement, media analysis uh, insights of of how one should approach and and look at media and communication, just as a starting point, kind of an introduction uh, for our monthly feature. And then just to just to chat a bit about about especially from the the higher education space, what's been happening in higher education for the past month? Quite simply because it's you know the metric results were uh, were released and a lot of students are are going out into uh, out into new universities and of course universities have to have to accommodate these students and there are a lot of potential brand threats for universities during this this period and the like. But as a starting point, I just quickly wanted to touch base on some some of the key kind of issues we should start looking at as as communications practitioners when it comes to reputation, when it comes to measurement and the like. And this will really lay the foundation for our monthly feature that when I talk about when I talk about the specific data or the specific measurement or specific reporting or implementation, that there is a bit of a context if, if you're happy with that. Absolutely. So shall we forge ahead? Absolutely, absolutely. So just, just dear listeners, when, when we start looking at the idea of measurement, when we start looking at the idea of understanding what the media says about a specific topic, a specific issue, um, or what, what have you, the important thing for all of us is to really understand the data that we're looking, understanding the media uh, presence that we are looking at. So whether we are tracking the popular medium of Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, the social media space, whether we're looking at traditional media, so your print broadcast and online, it's really getting an understanding what do we want to have a look at and why do we want to have a look at that. So when we start looking at at concepts, say, around higher education with all the registrations happening, all the uh, matric results coming out, what media do we want to have a look at? So traditionally in the higher education space, when we talk about data and especially students, we have to consider the all-important social media space. This is how 
how uh, millennials are more and more engaging, uh, not only with institutions but with media. And a lot of media are starting to pick up a lot of these, a lot of these stories, and really, uh, and really look at these stories to guide kind of the, the beats and the and and the issues that they are discussing in in the traditional media space. So, and from a higher education space, of course, there's a lot of uh, tweets going out now uh, regarding regarding registrations, regarding uh, results, uh, regarding top performers from the matric side. There's some fantastic articles, especially coming out now, um, where a lot of uh, higher education specialists also comment on these these results and and work within this kind of uh, space. Uh, a lot of universities are now talking about uh, talking about obviously congratulating the students, but but also welcoming the prospective students and and doing a bit of a brag on on these top performers that are going to their various institutions. And there was especially now some fantastic uh, stories that that came out the past couple of weeks uh, with a minister of uh, edu- uh, higher education and. Uh, some some uh, experts from the University of Pretoria side commenting that we shouldn't start we shouldn't use the word fail anymore when we talk about uh, results um, that we should really relook at our jargon and relook at our conversation when it comes to the results especially with newer generations of 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 students coming through so when we start looking then at this data side we move on to the next side of our of our cycle which is really the measurement side why why are we measuring what we're measuring and how are we measuring it? Whether we look from a traditional perspective, from a tonality kind of concept, um, is the coverage positive or is the coverage negative? We need to understand really the potential implications of the data that we're looking at. So, of course, from a higher education space, uh, a lot of stories, of course, from no walk-ins uh, allowed at, at universities when it comes to registration um, and, and a, a large volume of students uh, descending on, on the universities during, during this period. So we need to understand what becomes very important to measure here. Uh, are there very clear threats, uh, as we've traditionally seen, especially at these kind of times of year for, uh, for universities, uh, fees always come, uh, come into play. This year, um, a major issue of housing at universities have come into play, uh, where, where a lot of universities are expected not to have enough housing for, for the prospective student. So, so these kind of issues need to be measured. And when we measure this, we, of course, also really have to look at uh, how us as an institution or us as a communications practitioner can, can use this as an early warning, knowing that, okay, if there is a, a, a protest potentially happening at, at X campus, um, let's have our holding statements ready. Let's understand the issues. What are they going to protest about? Of course, first prize is that it, it gets handled, that there is no protest. But should there be a, a critical reputational issue, how are we going to handle that? How are we going to communicate around that and understand this measurement? So, so some, some nice things that we can have a look at when we start measuring media from, from this kind of context is, of course, like I mentioned, sentiment. We can look at different coding categories. So is the, is the article corporate? Is the article research and opinions? Is the article uh, more academic uh, opinion? Is the article more thought leadership? So we need to start now sifting through all this vast amount of data and really categorize what's, what's we, what we want to have. And with this, uh, in this higher education space for the past month, still, even though student-related coverage is, is significantly high, research and opinions, academic opinions still leads uh, in, terms of, in terms of the space. And this, of course, places, places in, 
importance on the thought leadership aspect of every university. If we promote ourselves as an institution that 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 really has, for lack of a better word, the smartest people, we are the best at what we do. We comment on all the issues. It creates, of course, a, a valuable uh, a valuable visibility in the media, whether it's traditional or new media, and it really starts pushing us as an influencer kind uh, kind of space. So from that perspective, it, it A, attracts investors, um, but B, it also, it also pushes the, the alumni support for us. And C, of course, it, it, helps, it helps reach the students, their parents, uh, to want them to uh, study at our institution. So when we look at categorization, it's important to understand these categories. And of course, taking it a step further, where we know potentially all student-related issues will be will be a weakness or a threat. Um, we understand also that all research and opinions uh, type of coverage is generally a fantastic opportunity or a strength for us as an institution. Moving forward, then, it becomes important in the cycle of measurement uh, to really understand how we're going to report and discuss these kind of these kind of results. Uh, and these kind of insights that we that we receive from a me- measurement perspective. So, so really, again, as a communications uh, practitioner, it becomes important for us. A, yes, we understand the data that we want to analyze. Uh, B, we understand the measurements surrounding it. But C, we can also report in a way that makes sense to to our internal and external stakeholders. So, when we talk about uh, registrations are coming and you know, the, the kind of your exco would, would really have a look at, uh, generally their numbers people. So they'd have a look at, okay, great, where we are in, in, in the media more than university, uh, X, um, but also understanding why that's important. We need to report on it, uh, in a way that they will read it, that they will take it in and understand our reporting cycle, understand how we are going to really visualize the measurement. And then we move on in this last aspect of our cycle of measurement, really looking at, at the implementation thereof. So again, we have to learn lessons from what, what happened. So a year ago in January, when we spoke about registrations, matric results, um, all these nice things, what lessons did we learn in that case and how are we implementing it this year around? And I can I can tell you also comparatively uh, so far other than you know issues here and there, the the media coverage surrounding registrations at the start of the academic year has definitely evened out quite a bit since four years ago, uh, three years ago and the like. So every year it seems it definitely seems like like universities are managing and handling the reputational issues surrounding the beginning of the year better and better. And I've, I've spoken to a few universities, and a lot of them joke, well, all of us go on, on December leave or spend the day at the beach. They're, they're busy planning and working their bums off to make sure that, that everything from the comms side is absolutely uh, ready the moment the students uh, enter the campus. And, it, and it's a lot of work, and it's, it, it, part of this work, especially from a communications perspective, is to learn these lessons. And already to now in, in 2020, even though it's still early in the year, to already benchmark and measure these lessons against each other so that we're already thinking towards 2021 and we're already thinking towards the graduations in this year. So that we're constantly in this implementation phase. And of course, as part of this implementation and the strategy surrounding it, we need to constantly adjust and we need to be flexible and understand the data side, understand the measurement side and understand the reporting side and continuously have this flexibility 
to develop our cycle uh, of measurement with, within the higher education space, within the communication space, whether we're looking at a brand, whether we're looking at an individual, it's, it's this continuous cycle of measurement. Absolutely. And I think, Yaku, um, at the end of the day, um, you know, also from a business perspective, as well as uh, being marketing or PR professionals, it remains um, really important. And I almost want to use the word accountability for us to keep abreast with the latest data, the reporting to really understand what, you know, how we can incorporate this into, um, you know, how we're factoring things on a day-to-day, month-to-month and not just from, you know, an annual aspect because I see that often. I see how people just look at things on an annual basis and completely skip out on it for the rest of the year. No, absolutely right. Absolutely right. And it's it's also understanding and i think this is a tendency that 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 often become often becomes an issue we become so obsessed with our clients our, our direct environment that we also don't think a bit broader of of other key kind of issues that can potentially impact us so so i mean the the obvious the obvious example is uh, is how gender-based violence escalated uh, in the media end of august last year especially from from a from a UTT kind of perspective and and really how they came to the party and they they were very pro, they were very strong in their messaging and the narrative surrounding it a lot of other organizations and brands and universities of course also also worked a lot of their com strategy against this kind of topic and, and similarly now uh, in the past week the, the horrible tragedy of 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 uh, the child drowning, uh, the Parktown boys' child drowning, and and the repercussions of of that from a reputational cycle, and and you know how a lot of this, uh, how a lot of pupils are now also speaking out about about uh, potential discrimination or potential uh, potential uh, issues in terms of the management of the teaching structure at the school, and of course the school uh, having to respond to that, and then there's also the parents' mm-hmm. issue. And, you know, a lot of universities are also commenting on this issue. So it's understanding mm-hmm. not only what's happening with our brand, uh, understanding also what's happening in the larger media landscape. So, so and, and, and I like that you use the word accountability, that we're also accountable in our industries, not just for ourselves, where, where we can also show ourselves as, as, as strong corporate citizens, as strong, as strong in, terms of, in terms of the brand messaging that we are putting out as mm-hmm. uh, as as an organization so that we can also align these values with our communication strategy but also show the public at large that that really we are a responsible organization and we understand what's going on in the country we understand what's going on globally and this is our view for this and we are we are going to be uh we are going to be strong in terms of our values it doesn't matter what the issue is doesn't matter if the issue directly involves us or not but we are going to comment on, on subjects that we feel strongly about. And this, this pulls in and develops that reputational capital side of us as an organization. Absolutely. Yaku, uh, we've come to the end of our first feature and chats, and um, we can just carry on talking <laughs> until tomorrow. Um, because, you know um, me by now. Exactly. <laughs> and I think we're both passionate about, um, you know, how to really um, leverage information um, and, and consistent uh, messaging and how we actually are responsible for what we put out there from an organizational point of view. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for your 
time and we look very much forward to our next feature in February and I hope you're going to enjoy the rest of your week and we'll chat soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. Take care. Such a pleasure. Thanks, Yaku. Bye.